May God speak to you through today's message from Senior Pastor Mike McGowan. Man, doesn't that video describe dads? Oh, it's perfect. I love it. I love it. Hey, happy Father's Day. And uh, by the way, it looks like most of you were able to survive Tropical Storm Bill. Um, so, man, I'm so glad that you're able to make it today. I don't know what kind of damage occurred at your house, but like I had, to, I, had to, I had a lawn chair blow over. So I had to you know, lift that thing all the way up by myself, you know? Um, anyway, so I'm so glad that you're here on Father's Day. Today is a great day. And by the way, we celebrate Father's Day totally different than we do Mother's Day, don't we? I mean, like, on Mother's Day, like, we take mom out to eat because, you know, I mean, we don't want mom to cook or anything like that. We want it to, it is her day. But you know what? On Father's Day, every dad goes home to grill, right? I mean, we're like, dad's going home to grill today. And you know what? And so that's why today, dads, on your way out today, we have for you a special gift. We've got um, a complimentary jar of Rudy's barbecue sauce for you. So I want you to take one of those on your way out today. And so that's just for you because, hey, you're going to barbecue all day anyway. So I wanted to make it easy for you, right? All right. Uh, yeah, okay, dads. Yeah, all right. That's good. And dad, that's our gift to you because the truth is you play an incredibly important role in your family. You see, God has, God has some roles that are just for men. And, and being a dad is one of those roles. Now, the other role is being a husband, and, and we're going to talk about that next week. But this week, we're going to talk about God's role for us as dads and some big truths that God has for us. Now, here's the deal. While not every guy will end up being a dad, the truth is every single one of us has a dad. Even if that dad hasn't been present in your life for a really, really, really long time, maybe not even ever, but the truth is all of us have a dad and we've been affected by our dads, even if that effect has been through his absence, maybe even from the get-go. I remember one time when I was in seminary, we were, we were in class, we were talking about the, the different ways that God reveals himself to the world. And you know, we were talking about the fact that the main way in the Bible that God reveals himself is as a father. You know, and, and I wondered, I was like, well, why doesn't God, like, most often reveal himself, you know, like as a warrior, you know, or as, you know, some kind of a champion, or, you know, something like really masculine and strong, like a conqueror, or, you know, or even like a Jedi, or, you know, something like that, you know? But, but that's not what God does. God reveals himself, when he does so, he primarily chooses to reveal himself as a dad, as a father. And God calls himself over and over and over and over again in scripture, our heavenly father. In fact, the Lord's prayer starts with our father in heaven. You see, I think that one of the reasons that God reveals himself as a father is because the role of a dad is incredibly incredibly important. Now, I'm not saying that the role of a mom is not important, but what I am saying is that kids who grow up without a dad often really struggle in life because they have this huge void in their heart that was never intended to be there. So look, dads, it is vital that we understand our role in our families 
Because what we do and what we don't do, what we say and what we don't say, has incredible impact and effect on our kids and on our families. And look, I know some dads, like, you only get to see your kids every other weekend. And so that makes it even more important that you leverage the time that you have with your kids and with your families. You know, and for all of us, you know, all of us have a dad, and our dad played a role in our lives, and the role that he played has a direct bearing on how we perceive God. And those, honestly, people who had a, had a great dad growing up generally have a pretty easy time believing in God and accepting God and loving God and following God. But for those who didn't have a great experience with their dad, a lot of times have a very difficult time with God because God reveals himself as a father and the only experience they have with their father is pretty negative. But God is going to show us some things this morning. God has some incredible truths that he wants to unload on us today that honestly, that can free all of us from those misconceptions that we have about him, about God, and can help us as dads become better at the role that God has given us to play in life. So go ahead and pull out your message notes if you haven't done so already. Let's start by asking this question, okay? What are God's big truths that change dads? What are these big truths that change dads? Well, here's the first one. The first one is, is that my earthly father is to be a reflection of my heavenly father. My earthly father is to be a reflection of my heavenly father. Look at this first verse. This morning in Genesis 1.27, the Bible says, and so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. Okay, now look, when God first created, you know, mankind, that's what it means when he says man, and that includes both mom and dad, by the way, it says that they were created in God's image. And see, here's the thing. God is so big He's so glorious. He's so amazing. There are so many facets to who God is that all of who God is could not be accurately encapsulated in just one gender. And so God takes part of his image and puts it in both genders so that together through man, through mankind, we have a full and complete accurate picture of the image of God because both Genders bring something to the table. That's what the Bible says. Now, today, we're, since we're talking about dads, let's just focus on the dad side of the equation, okay? So let's just focus on dads, okay? Now, dad, the Bible says that dads are supposed to be a reflection of God's image. So let's just say that this mirror represents your dad, okay? Your dad, according to the Bible, is supposed to be a reflection of your heavenly father. You know, and whether you're thinking about yourself as a dad, 
or whether you're thinking about like your own dad, or maybe you're thinking about, you're a young person, you're thinking about yourself as a dad in the future. The point is still the same, okay? The point is, is that earthly fathers are intended to be a reflection of our heavenly father because earthly fathers are made in the image of God. So then the big question is, well, how do dads reflect God's image? Well, Dads protect us. Dads provide for us. Dads, they show us how to fix stuff, okay? Like cars or, you know, broken items around the house, okay? Dads teach us things like how to use power tools or how to throw a football or how to throw a baseball, okay? Dads show us how to work hard and how to work smart. Dads provide strength when we need courage and a safe place to run to when we're scared, Okay? Dads support us and they cheer us on in the race of life as well as in a, in a race around a track. Dads point out what we're doing well even when the truth is we've messed a lot of things up in the process. Okay? I'm telling you, dads reflect God's image in so much of what they do. Now, you might be thinking, well, you know what, my dad, my dad didn't do some of that stuff for me. I mean, maybe he did a little bit of it, but he, did, he didn't do all of it. But, but remember, those, that's just a list of the ways that a dad can reflect the image of God. See, dads reflect the image of God as protector, as a provider, a teacher, a hard worker, a place of strength, a refuge, a source of support and encouragement, okay? Those are some of the ways that dads reflect the image of God, and those are some of the roles that we need dads to play in our society. And here's the thing. Dads, if any of those roles currently describe you and how you are portraying the image of God to your kids or granddads to your grandkids, if any of those things describe you, then way to go. Because you are doing a great job of providing a correct and accurate picture of God's image to your kids or to your grandkids. And the truth is, our nation needs more guys like you because our nation is void of dads that are an accurate reflection of the image of God, and we need more men like you. And so today, dads, on Father's Day, we celebrate you and we thank God for you because for you, you are an image to the next generation in a nation that so desperately needs you. And so I want to say thank you for the job that you're doing as a dad right now. You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep it up. Keep it up. And, and, and the point of reflecting God's image, like the, the whole reason that dads are supposed to reflect the image of God is because that's what points sons and daughters toward God. You see, the reason that we as dads are supposed to reflect the image of God to the next generation is so that we can point the next generation to God so that they would believe in him and follow him. So you know what? I want to do something special, something we've never done in church before, ever. I want you to first think about how your dad pointed you toward God in your life, okay? Now, you might have had, you might have had like an awesome dad who like 
was an, an incredibly accurate reflection of the image of God for you, and that, that might have been you, and he always pointed you towards God, or maybe you had a dad that, you know, you might have to look a little bit harder to find some of that stuff. Or maybe you had a dad, you know, that was just somewhere in the middle, okay? But regardless, I want you to think just for a moment, and you know, most people can find a little bit of how their dad reflected God's image, but regardless, let's do this. Right now, I want you to take out your cell phone, yeah, it's okay. You can do it in church. I know we've told you, like, don't, but today you can, just, just for this moment. What I want you to do is I want you to take out your cell phone, and I want you to text your dad. And I want you to text your dad, and I want you to say, hey, dad, I'm sitting in church thinking about how you have pointed me toward God, and I want to say thank you for, you know, blank. And, and just whatever you want to put in that blank, you know, for, for always supporting me and loving me, okay? For, you know, always accepting me despite my failures, you know, or, you know, for taking me to church and giving me a good start in life, you know, or for challenging me to rise higher and to chase the dreams that God's given me. I, you know, whatever it is, but take a moment right now and take a shot, even if your dad is sitting on the same row, I mean, it doesn't matter. Take a moment and text it. Now, look, now here's the deal. My dad is from a different generational clique. My dad does not text. I mean, my dad is the guy on the intro video today. I mean, that's just, I'm just saying it's what it is. And so, you know what? For me, I can't text my dad, but to later today, I'm going to just straight up just tell my dad. And so, maybe if, if that's you, you need to just go call your dad or talk, and talk to your dad. Like, I'm going to just tell my dad, I'm like, Dad, thank you so much for always taking me to church as a kid and letting me know that you would support me in chasing the path that God has for me. Because the truth is, without my dad, I wouldn't be here today. And so I'm so thankful for my dad. Now, here's the thing. Maybe for you, your dad is deceased. Look, if your dad has already stepped out of this life, then take a few moments and thank God for how your dad pointed you towards him. Because who knows, without your dad, you might not have found a relationship with God. So you can take a few moments and just pray. Because here's the thing, dads, granddads, look, young men who one day want to become a dad, here's the thing, you need to understand, you don't carry around, you don't just carry around the calling card of being a dad, okay? You carry around the calling card of being the image of God to your kids, to your grandkids, and that is a role that we have to take seriously, and that is a role that God calls all men to rise up to and aspire to, despite what our dads were like. God asks us to climb higher and achieve more by being the most accurate reflection of our Heavenly Father as we could possibly be. All right. Big truth number two, here it is. This was awesome, I love this one. God is not the reflection of my earthly father, but the perfection of my earthly father. So although my, my, my earthly father is the reflection of God, God is not a reflection of my earthly father. God instead is the perfection of my earthly father. See, like for some of you, that whole like text your dad in church thing, like that was really hard for you because you didn't have a very good dad and it's very hard for you to see 
how your dad could have possibly pointed you toward God. And I'll be honest with you, for that, I'm sorry. Because that is not how God originally intended or designed things. And here's the thing. Maybe your dad was such a, such a poor image of God that you have a hard time accepting God as loving and as good because your dad was anything but that. You know? Because here's the thing. Perhaps your dad, at some point in your life, maybe your dad was abusive. And because of that abuse, it has given you a distorted image of God growing up. Or maybe for you, your dad was really, really angry, and all he did was yell. And you never, ever knew what kind of dad you were going to get, and that gave you a very distorted view of God growing up. And so for you, when it comes to God, it's hard to believe that God really loves you and is not always angry at you or disappointed at you or you know, has an issue with you because that's the only image of God you've ever known. Or maybe for you, your dad growing up, maybe he was a perfectionist. And as a perfectionist, you could never do anything right. And you were always a disappointment to him. And he told you that you would never amount to anything and that you were no good and that you would never make it in life. And maybe that's you. And if that's you, then you know what? When it comes to God, for you, it becomes very difficult to believe that God really loves you and that he believes in you. He's got something great in your life because you are always trying to earn God's love because you are never able to, able to earn it from your dad. And that is so sad. But I'm telling you, for so many people, it's real. Or maybe for you, your dad was absent from your life. Maybe he was absent from the beginning or maybe he walked out on your family, or maybe he was absent because of a divorce, or maybe because of work, or you know, who knows, whatever. But for whatever reason, your dad was completely absent, and so you have a very distorted view of God, because for you, God always feels like he's a million miles away. And, and so this, having a relationship with God, like that is so incomprehensible, because that's not something you ever had with your own dad. You see, I'm telling you, the image we have of our dad dramatically affects the image we have of God. But here's the thing. I've got some good news for you. Look at this next passage of scripture. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. It says, be perfect, therefore, and I want you to underline the rest of this, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now look, if you go look at the context, Jesus has been talking and teaching his disciples about loving their enemies, okay? You know, that's something that doesn't really come naturally. And then Jesus, you know, as he so often does, like he gets kind of the end of his talk, and then he just, he just drops this bomb, and he, and, he, and he just turns the dial up all the way to the right, and he says... Basically, that you and I are to be perfect. And so he ex takes this one example of loving your enemies, and he just expands it to include everything else in life. It's, a, it's amazing how Jesus does that. But I want you to notice what Jesus says here. He says, he says but you need to do it as, not as God is perfect, 
He doesn't say that, does he? He doesn't say, as the Lord is perfect. He says, as your heavenly Father is perfect. You see, Jesus is highlighting for us that God is the model of a perfect Father. That although your dad might have not given you a very good image of God, the truth is, your dad is, is, although he's a reflection of God's image, God is not a reflection of your dad. The Bible says that God is a perfect father. He's perfect in every way. And everything that your dad wasn't, your heavenly father is. And more. You see, the reflection of God's image through your dad, this was never intended to be the final image of God for you. This was always meant to be just a starting point. This was just always meant to be just to point you towards God. But then as, once you become a Christ follower, then you have a relationship with God, and then you're like, oh, now I see now I understand. Now I have this relationship with you, God, and I see how a father really should be. And, and, and even if you didn't have a very good dad, the truth is there's probably at least a little sliver somewhere in there that is an accurate reflection of God. Even if, get this, even if your dad's life only showed you what a life looks like without God, and that showed you how much you needed him, then that's something. You know, that's something. So at some level, you have to unlearn the wrong things you got from your dad about God, okay? Look, that, that, that's, that's why reading the Bible is so incredibly important. That's why coming to church is so incredibly important, because otherwise, how are you going to ever develop an accurate picture of who God is? That's why it's so important that you get your kids and your grandkids to church and get them involved because how else are they going to develop an accurate picture of who God really is? Won't happen any other way. So it's incredibly important. Okay. And the truth is, this Father's Day, dads, would you make a commitment to start reading your Bible? Because I'm telling you, you need it. Your kids need you to read it. Dads, would you make a commitment to begin to be really involved and committed to going to church? The truth is, and you're, make your family do the same, that might be the best Father's Day gift you would ever give your family, ever. Okay, quickly, number three. I need to let God fill in the gaps and fix the cracks left by my dad. I need to let God fill in the gaps and fix the cracks left by my dad. Matthew, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, in John 1.12, the Bible says, Yet all who received him, the hymn we're talking about is Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I want you to underline children of God. You see, once you become a Christian, once you become a Christ follower, you become a child of God, okay? And if you're his child then at that point, he takes on the role of being your heavenly father. And it's at that point that God begins to 
fill in the gaps left by your dad. Now, here's the thing. For those of you that had a rough relationship with your dad, like, this is really, 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 really good news. Because everything that your heavenly father wasn't, God can be for you. And if you'll seek God, if you'll, if you'll choose to trust God and develop that relationship with God, then you'll find God to be that perfect, perfect father that you never had as in your earthly dad. And here's the thing, if you are a dad, then this comes as a huge relief because it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect either and that the times when you mess up, man, God fills in the gaps. I mean, I know it's a big relief for me because, you know, when I, you know, with my kids and I lose my cool or, you know, I, you know, blow up or, you know, I, I find my, that I've been working too much recently and not spending enough time with my kids, then the truth is I know that what God does is he go back, he's, he, he's filling in the gaps for my kids. And the reason he does that is because he loves my kids more than I do. And that's hard, honestly, that's hard for me to imagine, but it's true. And God loves your kids more than you do. Now, that doesn't give us license, like, well, good, I can be a really cruddy dad because God just filled the gaps, awesome, woo! No, 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 no. That doesn't get us off the hook. We still have to be that reflection of God's image. But the point is, is that although I'm trying as hard as I can, when I mess up and when I'm not perfect, God fills in the gaps because he loves them, because he is their heavenly father. And here's the thing. It's the best part. When God fills in those gaps and fixes those cracks, okay, here's the thing. He doesn't just do it by, you know, putting a piece of tape over it and then, you know, that fixes it. Because, look, if you just put pieces of tape over all this, does that really fix the mirror? No, it's still really distorted. God does something totally different. Look what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. See, God says that you have to be, it says that when you are in Christ, okay, and that means that you have become a Christ follower, <coughs> excuse me, that you have asked Jesus to come into your life, and you've made a commitment to follow him. And it's at that point that for you, everything changes. Everything changes because you've asked Jesus to come to your life. And, and that's what being a Christ follower is. It's asking Jesus to come into your life to forgive him and then commit to following him. And when that happens, God doesn't just repair the old stuff. Here's what God does. Now, this doesn't represent God anymore, okay? What God does is he takes his nature and he replaces your old nature with it. Now look, that doesn't mean that like everything is fixed and you're perfect from that point forward. But what it, but what it does mean is that God gives you the nature so that you can start down that road to being the most accurate reflection of him as possible. What it does mean is that it, you've started the process because it's a process. And so little by little, the more you trust God, the more you lean on God, the more you pray to God, the more you become obedient to God, the more you lean on God, the more you do you develop that relationship with God, the more accurate you reflect his image to your family and to the world. And that is huge. And God invites you to become that kind of a dad. He's inviting you to make the changes to make that necessary. And if you've had a really broken past because your dad, God invites you to just say to him, okay, God, here, here's, here's all my broken past. Here's all my stuff. I just hand it to you and I need you 
I need you to fill in the gaps and fix the cracks. Now, the first step is to become a Christian, become a Christ follower, but after that, once that process starts, you just hand the rest to him and say, God, I need you to fill in the gaps and fix the cracks. And you'll find that as the perfect heavenly father, he will. So, find your connection card. Let's take some next steps together. Maybe for you it's this first one. God, I'm asking you to help me to reflect your image more accurately through my life. Look, this is for men or women, okay? Because remember, all of us are created in God's image. Number two, help me thank my dad today for what he did to point me to you. Number three, God, help me to view you as the perfection, not the reflection of my earthly dad. Number four, help me and my whole family be committed and involved in church. Listen, if you're from out of town, then make that your church where you live. If you live here in this town, make that Parkway Fellowship, but become active and involved in church. Next, help me memorize 1 John 1, 12. Yet to all who received him, again, that's talking about Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Number six, fill the gaps and fix the cracks in my life left by my earthly dad. Number seven, God, please forgive me. Please come into my life and forgive me of everything as I pray the prayer to become a Christ follower for the first time. There's a sample prayer to become a Christ follower at the bottom of your message notes. If you've never prayed it, I want you to pray it now. Or number seven, sign me up for the on-campus small group experience, um, and there's a bulletin in your, in your worship guide, and all of that starts on, on June 28th. So if you're not already signed up for a small group and you want to, check that box and we'll send you the information. I'm going to give you a chance to pray. So right now, everybody, bow your head, close your eyes. If you're ready to become a Christ follower, this is your chance. But pray silently for these next moments, would you please? Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you, God, that you truly are our perfect Heavenly Father, and you have brought us to a place today where we can come to worship you and find you. And so I ask that you would help us to do that. Help us to be more committed to you than ever before. And that for those that have stuff in their past from their earthly dad that has tainted a relationship with you, God, I ask that you would fill in those gaps, fix those cracks, so that they might have a relationship with you that's new, as you always intended. And bring us back next week so that we we can hear what you want to say to us about husbands. And ask you to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. For more information about Parkway Fellowship, find us online at parkwayfellowship.com or facebook.com slash parkwayfellowship. You can also download our mobile app for access to the most recent messages, video content, and much more. It is available both in the Apple App Store and Android's Google Play.